Blog Talk Radio. You're live in the coop with the Christian comedy chicks and no music. I am Jessica Ramirez. I am Laura Mayporé. How are you doing? Good and morning. Good morning. Yes, and hello. And thank you to everybody who's been like, where are you guys? Are you coming back? We miss you. Um, one even said hashtag your faithful fans are waiting. Um, we have the coolest people on our page. For sure. Uh, our Facebook family just rocks. So shout out to you guys who have been waiting for us and who are like, it's okay. We're hitting the archives. We're good. But, you know, we still miss you guys. So still come back. So, um, you know, I, I love that they're, 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 they're here for us. Like, we don't do anything for them. Yes. They are here for us. And it's, it's such, I'm so selfish because I love it. I mean, these are my peeps. <laughs> just makes people so good. I mean, you need yes. Oh, that's so great. It's like spiritual high fives. Let me give you a spiritual high five, Laura. I wish we could go on stage and just, you know, toss T-shirts out. They'd be like, and to you, and to you, and they could be jumping up and grabbing it. I just, I wish. Speaking you of know wishes. what? I'm glad you said I wish because that's the show. It's wishless. You know, I wrote in the description. I shouldn't say I wrote it. God wrote it. He said, you know, you have access to the ultimate gift giver. The ultimate. I mean, you thought Santa was cool. Santa's cool, guys for those listening. Okay. But Jesus is awesome. I mean, St. Nick, awesome guy. Jesus, God, the Father, I mean, the ultimate gifts, anything that you could possibly want. We're going to add that one to the list. Before we even begin, you know how we roll. When we do what we do, we do. Can you pray? Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, just want to say thank you, an overwhelming thank you for waking us up today, for giving us the mm-hmm. technology to do our show God, for working behind the scenes in our lives, even through trials recently, just to bring out your best in us. I thank you for time off because I know it was your plan. And I thank you for a joyous return because I believe that was your plan. And I just thank you that in the tops of the mountains and in the bottom of the valley that you are there and that you have such an incredible purpose for us in all places. So I just overwhelmingly want to say thank you and as we celebrate this month I would just ask that we keep focus on the fact that we really are celebrating your life and the new birth that you give and it's one of the most stressful times of the year which is so ironic because really we just are celebrating the gift that you gave to us the greatest gift giver uh, your father gave us you the world and I, I don't understand I will never understand how we could have deserved it and the fact is we don't Um, but you are a God who gives to children who don't deserve. And you are merciful beyond our wildest comprehension, and you are gracious beyond our understanding. So for that gift and for anything else that we would ask you for today, tomorrow, um, or yesterday, God, we know that you hear and we know that you care, and we know that you are a good, good Father, and we thank you for that. And we pray in your name. Amen. Amen. God, that's awesome. You know, my my daughter asked me, she says, Mom, do you think I'll get cold this year? This is probably the last year. You know what I'm talking about. The listeners All know right. what I'm talking about. But anyway, and, you know, you've been a great girl this year. I said, you know, and, of course, we talk a lot about Jesus stuff. I just got to thinking about that because sometimes, I'm not going to lie, she throws some fits. All right? The girl goes <laughs> to crazy town. And, you know, there are a couple times where I think to myself, man, would the cold not do her some good? You know what I mean? But <laughs> right. I would never. I mean, I don't know. Test me as we get closer to Christmas. That thought popped <laughs> in my head, though, like just, just how much patience God has. 
and how sometimes I compare myself, well, man, I'm really glad that, you know, God doesn't feel that way, you know, about me. And I think sometimes I, instead of comparing myself, just realizing just how forgiving he is and how graceful he is. And, you know, when we think about asking him for things or putting things on our wish list, I think the first thing that pops in my head is, well, man, I'm just not worthy of it. You know, I'm worthy of the coal. And, you know, and, but he's not me, thank goodness, because we'd all be getting cold for Christmas. It'd be horrible. He's so graceful, and he wants to give us these things. You know, he wants to give us the desires of our hearts. Um, we choose to give ourselves cold, though, all the time. And Laura, I'm a perfect example of this. We know this, okay? I mean, when it comes to <laughs> getting blessed or having someone bless you, sometimes the hardest thing is just realizing that you deserve the blessing, that God has the right. blessing for you that I'm not perfect and I don't have it all together. And that is all true. Like true, you know, put the answer to T circle T on that answer. Cause it's true. <laughs> but what's also true is his grace is abundant. I mean, you know, for me, the hard thing that I struggle with is accepting the blessing. We know this. that is what I'm going to put on my wish list. And, you know, I think writing it down is big too, but not just that anything that we want to go to the father. I mean, you know, for me on the wish list, I would put, Learn how to accept help, number one. Number two, patience. I love, I want to have this grandmother-style patience. You know, my grandmother said I have the most amazing patience, Jesus patience. The kind that when something comes along, guys, I'm so relaxed right now. Please, this is Jesus patience. And I think third is that same wish that we had. You know, you're laughing and joking, but I'm really not. I love it. I wish that Laura and I could get back on the stage in 2017 together with yes. our book, which, by the way, I wrote the first page. I, you know, it's a letter to you. It's, here's what's going to happen. Y'all are going to read my letter. It's going to be cute. And then you're going to read the poignancy. I can't even say the word of Laura. And <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. I can't wait to hear you write back to me. Um, okay. Uh, on paper. I'm so, so excited. I'm so what proud of wishes? you. Thanks. What are my wishes? Pretty proud of me, too. Um, just to harness, to harness the life that God has intended. Because I feel so many days, you get to the end of the day, and, you know, I, told, I found myself telling Wayne the other day, he's like, well, what do you have planned? I'm like, really, just to get to the end of the day? I mean, <laughs> really. <laughs> just to survive and get half of my to-do list done, and if I don't die before midnight, it's, it's been a good day. And I don't, I don't know that that's exactly what God has for us. I, I understand there's some routine and there's some humdrum, and, you know, even Jesus himself, when his followers, some of the people who were with him were like, oh, you know, we want to go with you and we want to follow you. And he's like, really? See, because the son of man doesn't even have a place at night to lay his head. So are you sure you want that? You know, and he's telling people like the Christian life is not a life of glamour. So I get that there are going to be tough days, but I really want to feel as though in 2017 that I am harnessing every blessing and that I am persevering through every trial that God has intended and that I really am getting out of life what he would have for me. Because I think so many times I get so focused on my own stuff that I probably miss so many blessings that he has intended for me because my perspective is wrong. And that would be Mm -hmm. my hope for myself and for my kids, uh, just to learn to listen for that still small voice and to be guided by that. So at the end of the day, you just know that you know that you got everything out of the day and that we gave I want to get everything out of the day that I'm supposed mm. to, and I want to have given everything out of each day that I should have. And so if I could have a few more days like that, rather than please just let me get dinner over with, get the last <laughs> dish in the dishwasher, 
And then let's all just crash, you know, because another day done, cross it off the list. I don't want to live like that anymore. That's my wish. Sorry, I'm laughing. It's just, it was just, I'm telling you, it's, I looked it up how far we are away from each other. And it's 1,600 miles. And we, it's, you know, parallel life, 1,600 miles away. It's insane. I, you know, and that's real. I like that we can be real. It's always been my favorite thing about us is that I would love to come on this show and tell you guys, listen, tonight's going to be, you know, chicken pot pie with crumpet and crustlet, you know, <laughs> whatever. No, I mean, good night. I don't even know. I'm defrosting the chicken, hoping that it makes it in time so I don't have to put it in the microwave and defrost. That's like a mom fail right there, right? <laughs> but whatever. Just so I can do some kind of chicken quesadilla. Like, I, there's so many tortillas wrapped up in our bodies. It's, it's insane. That's not even right. But, I, you know, and, and all of that, though, just having that feeling of, like you said, of abundance and that, you know, we're just not giving it our all. I feel like I get, like, a couple of feet from the finish line at the end of the day, and I'm like, oh, if I could just stop here, that would be great. But just having yeah. that extra, uh, to get going all the way to the end and, you know, yeah, not just that, but you're right, soaring type of deal. I'm excited about our book. I think that I'm going to put that on a wish list too. We're just going to wish it. We're just wishing our faces off, guys. That's what we do. I mean, think about it. You go to Santa, right? You go in the line or whatever. You sit on his lap and you pour it out. You just pour it out to him. You know, you're like seven years old and you're like, I want the, the bouncy thing with the handle. I love that. I wanted that so bad. I couldn't say I want a pair of new roller skates. I want two Cabbage Patch dolls. I don't know how much they cost at the time. I wanted, you know, My Little Pony, Life Size Pony, and Three Barbies, Skipper. All, I mean, I just poured it out. You know, not, there was nothing in me that I thought, like, you know, could Santa afford it? Could it be done? All this stuff. I just poured it out. And even as a kid, I was never disappointed at Christmas. Didn't even to have, like, one right. or two of the items I had wished for. I was never the kid that was like, well, where's five, six, and seven that I asked for, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, Just right. Me. If I'm you sorry. nailed Freaking one of God. them, you were like, oh, yeah. that came true. <laughs> so it was yes. magical. I was like, little pony. What? what? Yes. And I just <laughs> love that we can do that with God. Like, where do we lose that childlikeness with him? Or my like, God, you know what? I'm still going to ask for the jet. God, please have the jet, the Christian comedy chick's jet with the chicken on the end, like Shamu. And I would like the shows and I would love to have more time with the family, abundance to the end, energy. I want to feel good. Help me to remember to drink more water. Help me to be vigilant about going to bed by 11 so I'm not exhausted. Help me to take less naps in the day. Look at me. I'm confessing. I love me some naps, guys. <laughs> I can't help myself. All right? But then messing up my sleep at night. I know this. Uh, you know, help me to be thankful more and to ask for more. And, you know, uh, help me to know what is from you and what is not from you. Help me to be more vigilant on that. Yes. Help me to see it so bright. You know, these wish lists, help us to just pour it out. And here's the thing, too. It's not like Santa where you went one time with a special occasion, right, and you left his lap and you're like, oh, man, I forgot to ask for the Transformer. I wanted one of those, too. Well, it's kind of a tomboy. But with God, you can go to his every single time. He says, come, come to me with whatever is on your heart. You know, and I want to give you these things. If some things aren't, you know, the transformer, I probably would have pinched myself. Isn't going to be good for you. But still, I want us to, to put that on our wish list, to keep going to him childlike and not to think, oh, you know, I deserve coal. Ah, da, 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 da. You know, help me to lift right. up my daughter more to where she doesn't even think that kind of stuff. Help me to build up into them more, you know, and, and help me not to think bad about myself for when something didn't come out the way I thought it should have. I think she's my first thing. Even when I started writing that first page to you, it, my first line was like, I wish I was better. But that's the truth. Help me to, to not think that way, to look at the things that are from you and of you. Like, this is his perfect time. Right. We're not late on writing this book. This is exactly when he wanted it. He wanted three years worth of experience 
three years of us asking for stuff and him answering. Three years of us saying, please, Father, can you help us through? Can you help my marriage, God? Can you help me with my kids, God? Can you help me to be less selfish, God? And every time he answered, every time, Laura. And so I just love his perfect timing. And um, that's all I got. Sorry. You know, I I get going sometimes. (laughs) I love it. I would never stop you. (laughs) Like uh, diarrhea the well, mouth. Is that, that's not even a bad thing. <laughs> that is not diarrhea. It is a fountain. It is a fountain of wisdom. Oh, that is how. God. Yes, and it is refreshing, and it is so cleansing. So please don't ever think of it. No, 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 no. It's not diarrhea. It's quite the opposite because diarrhea is just straight up nasty. It's kind of like the vomit that came out of my son's mouth two nights ago, and literally as I bent over to try to get his face into the toilet, I bent over enough for that his face, he looked at me, mommy, bleh, and it, uh, three quarters of it came down into my shirt. And mm. that is the moment where you're like, I love being a mom. Mm. <laughs> and it's on me. So that, it's on me right now. I can't that, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> that to me is, diarrhea is almost as bad. Okay. Not quite as bad as vomit down the shirt, but almost. So no, what you you're are right. doing is just, I feel like offering a continual, like pouring on a faucet of praise for God and pouring on this fountain or, you know, shooting out this fountain of desire to please him. And it's beautiful. And don't ever apologize for that because I think one of the most important things we can do for our kids is to show them I'm not where I should be, but I will never quit trying. And by the grace of God, he will always love me so much that I will have the courage to pick myself up off of the ground. And when I don't, he will have enough love for me that he will help lift me up. He will extend his hand down from heaven and say, I love you. It's okay. I forgive you. Let's do this together. And if our kids don't see us fall, then how will they ever know the grace of God? How would they ever know his mercy to get back up? And if we don't ask him for things if he had already automatically just given us everything we wanted we would never ask him for things and we couldn't teach our kids how to ask him for things and so I just think it's a beautiful thing that we are no matter how old we get we are always called the children of God because we never graduate we're never his we're never his graduates we're never his grown-ups of God we're never his retirees of God we're always his children and I love that because my kids expect that I will care for them they just, they don't, they don't know any different than to expect, well, of course, like, if mom ever said she wasn't going to feed me three times a day, well, she's nuts because she's my mom and she kind of has to, like, that's her job. And God said he wants a childlike faith from all of us. And so I think that that's a beautiful picture of what you have and what, what we both have and what we want to continue to have is to look up at him and say, Father, um, we, we need this. And, you know, we don't know where else to turn, but you're our dad. And, So could you help us? And if not, and if he says no, then just like we tell our kids, don't ask me why. You know, I I am doing what's best for you. And sometimes you will understand and sometimes you will not. And we tell our kids the same thing. So as long as we not only act, it's like we have to act like children but understand like adults. (laughs) So we we have to get it from a parenting perspective. That's why I love, you know, being a parent because I understand now why God has to tell me no sometimes. Because if I give my kids everything they wanted, they'd be spoiled rotten to all kinds of crazy. And 
I see other children, you know, in the neighborhood or in, in the, just in the schools or wherever, you know those kids that get everything they want because all of a sudden they don't get something they want and they are so bent out of shape. It's like the world is going to end. And so I know why I have to tell my kids no. And then God goes, okay, Lord, now translate that <laughs> into your own life. And when I, your father, who loves you more than you could ever love your, your children, if you're my kid and I have to tell you no, just trust me. And I love that. But he does say, come approach the throne boldly. He doesn't tell me what you want. Mm -hmm. It's almost like that Santa Claus picture. Like, come tell me what you want. Share those things with me. But then leave it in my lap and know that I will only give you what truly is best for you. But I want you to tell me. Because I want you to get excited when you unwrap it and you go, whoa, that's exactly what I asked for. And so with our book, I'm so excited Oh, and I love, mm. like you said, people's favorite part of the show is that we are real. And I always kind of laugh when we get another letter that says that. Something in, look, I, I couldn't fake it often enough to host a show. I couldn't because my life is not even that put together. And if <laughs> I were to try to pretend, like, it would wear me out. <laughs> so it is what it is. I don't know how to be any different, which is awesome because people love it. Um, and I I think it's refreshing, too, just, you know, to hear you say, I struggle to hear me say I struggle, but I, I refuse to give up and I refuse to quit asking because I believe that God wants good things for us. And like you said, like how many experiences do we have, especially together in the last three years, this understanding of one another and of each other's life experiences and, and just life in general, you know, like how much more do we have under our belt three years later then we would have had starting out. We'd have been like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, <laughs> you know? And now we're like spelling bee champs. <laughs> so it's it's going to be awesome. I know it is. And it's going to be real. Yeah. So anybody who wants like a fluffy, fluffy Christian feel good, this this book may not be for you. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like three lines in, I'm like, I'm horrible. I'm horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to be a Hallmark movie, folks. <laughs> no, slam in the door. Ka, 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 ka. You know, my wish, um, to you know, put another wish on there, I love so many wishes, is that if you're listening right now and you feel only deserving of coal, you say, you know what, I'd love to ask, but I don't want, I don't want to ask, I don't deserve it. You know, like I said, the answer is you're right, but that's why God sent his son. Don't make that vain by not accepting it. He sent his son because he said, guys, listen, you guys are a hot mess, but I love you so much. Your heart is my heart. Your giving is my giving. Everything that you want, everything you desire is my desire. He loves you so much. So get past the part. So we get stuck at the part where we're like, oh, I'm deserving a coal. Yeah, on a day-to-day basis, you're absolutely right without a Lord. It's a hot mess. But get past mm-hmm. that and realize the gift that he's given you. Unwrap that gift. Say, Jesus, I want you to come live in my heart because, you know, if you're listening, you, you think, oh, these Christians are crazy. We are crazy because it's this simple. I feel like an infomercial that you don't even have to call in. It's a free gift. You just got to, <laughs> Jesus, I, I confess that I am a sinner, that I deserve the cold, that, I, you know, I fall short. Help me not to hate myself for that. Help me to pick me up every day and remind me who you created me to be because that's the reminder I need. It's not who I am without you. It's who I am with you. Help me to remember that. And give me your son. Place your son, Jesus, in my heart. Is that easy. That prayer is that simple because God loves us that much. He did not want to make the, the puzzle that hard. He didn't want to make the maze that hard to find the cheese. 
He was like, look, there's not even a maze. You just walk in the door. Look at that. No, there's not even a maze. You just say, God, right. come into my life. I love you so much. And that gift is for you. It is for me. It is for Laura. And I'm so grateful for it because without it, it would not be standing right now. I would, been, I would not be joyful. I would not be here talking how joyful I am in the midst of the crazy, in the midst of the crazy. And I'm just so mm-hmm. grateful for it. And it is a gift for everyone. And, you know, if you're in that cold position right now, just slam on past that. Get on past that. And realize that you deserve the blessings, that God, all these gifts that we're talking about, it's not, oh, look, Laura and Jessica asking for blessings, those crazies. No, jump in the fun. Jump in the fun. And right, right. now, just say to the Father, I wish, blank, I wish I didn't do this anymore. I wish I didn't do that anymore. I wish I loved myself in spite of the things that I do, that it doesn't separate from me from you. So, you know what, I wish that for you today, that you catch a, a, a taste of the toast that Laura and I, because it's not because we're perfect. Man, I want I can't tell you that enough. Her and I, it's almost a disclaimer <laughs> so when we get to heaven. I'm like, I told y'all that I would not hurt. <laughs> but God's grace is for us all. It covers us all. The joy is for you. He, he, your family is his art. It is his ultimate beauty that he is hanging in the walls, the, the walls of the kingdom. It's his beauty. And so the enemy comes to try to destroy. That is his job. And it's this thing, and every day he tries to do it to Laura and I. We're so crazy, her and I. I'm like, this is happening to me. Ah, I can't that. <laughs> but, you know, and for me, and if you're like me, I struggle with asking for help. I struggle with accepting it. And that is okay to say. If you, it's okay to say struggle. That's okay. I think sometimes we say that. Right. God's like, you rascal. You need my help. I'm like, I wish I had your help. Bam. And there he is. So I just want that for someone today who is, feels like me. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't ever like to preach down like, hey, that, no, I'm, I'm right here, down here. The like, guys, I'm struggling. And if you're struggling too and that prayer for you too, I want to let you know that gift is for you too. Because I don't let that stop me from knowing that God's gifts are for me. And I can go excitingly to the throne like you talked about. Jump for joy. There was two types of people who approached Santa. One who was like, ah, I'm the guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, with the nails. And then there was, like, me. Like, I was like, hey, what's up, big guy? <laughs> Can you hold me? Right. Know, the limit here? And that's how God wants us to go. Excited. You know, you don't even have to wait in line. There's so many benefits. You know, Jesus is just sitting right next to you and, and loves you so much. Don't start off the mornings with Facebook. I don't know why I'm saying this right now. Start it off with God. Don't click on that F. Yeah. Click on something with a B, okay? And, and get into the Word every day this Christmas. Give that back to God as a, as a happy birthday. And um, I'm crying because I want to do that more as well. And like I said, this isn't talking right. down to anyone. This is talking with people. And um, ask for help more. And those wishes don't have to wait until Christmas. You can open them right now. So right. what else do you got? You have any more? Yeah, I know you got You have to have more wishes. Wildest wish, Laura. What's your wildest wish? Like, wildest wish. For 2017? Whatever, like, right, like, it's just, like, fathomable. I mean, what are those things that reach for it? Okay. I have been trying to record music for years, like 10 years probably, and I just was able to sing for the first time at my new church and uh, this past week. And so... I had, a, it was so funny, you know, because when you go through AMTC, right, we talk about, you know, the look of armor and you, you brand yourself and you, you have like this character that you're going for and like this vibe that you define yourself by. And so a long time I've struggled with, 
you know, I don't look like a Christian performer. I just, I feel, I, I don't feel like I do. I feel like, you know, because every day I look in the mirror and it's like mom face, you know, and that's not so pretty <laughs> most days, which is why I'm so glad we do a radio show and not like a live talk show. Uh, so I, this, this man who is part of the Cubbies um, crew at our new church, um, my little guy Gideon goes into Cubbies. And he says, he says, is that Lori? He calls me Lori. He asked one of the other teachers. And I said, yeah, that's me. You know, I'm dropping Gideon off. He's blind. And he's this older gentleman. And he says, that song that you sang, it's one that I had written. He says, that song, I, where can I get that song? And I said, well, now I'd have to just go home and get it recorded for you off my piano because I, you can't get it anywhere else. I wrote it actually. So I wish I could tell you where to get it, but it's really just a matter of me. I got to get home and find a window of quiet time and try to get it recorded. He goes, if you would, if you would, I'd be your biggest fan. He says, I just loved it. And I actually sang it um, three times. I had sang it for a music night. And then they asked me to come back the following week and sing it um, for each of the Sunday morning services. So I'd sang it a total of three times and he happened to be in there. And he said, you know, by the third time I was like, I know this song and he's humming along and um, so it's just so sweet. But also in that moment, as I pondered what he said, I thought, you know what? I didn't have to brand myself to him. I didn't have to um, have the right look. It didn't matter, you know, that my thighs are a little larger than they have been in a while. Like none of that mattered. It didn't matter what kind of clothes I wore that day or whether my hair and makeup was done. It was the song. It was the gift of the song that touched him. He's blind. And he, he had no other way to appreciate the music except just for the purity of the music itself, and it meant the world to him. And all of a sudden, that really gave me – I for years, I, for the last couple of years, I kind of gave up on any type of music recording. And I just – I even found myself saying I don't sing anymore. I just I, – you know, I don't do it anymore. And that would – that's been just like just kind of the, one of those quiet gifts, I guess, that I'm afraid to even ask for anymore because I know that God has told me no for so many years that I just figure, okay, you know, it's okay. I, I get it. It must not be good for me. and Or maybe it's just not time yet, but for whatever reason, I just maybe I shouldn't ask anymore. So if I were to dig into the depths of my soul and ask for courage to God with that request once more, it would just be that maybe in the coming year I could get some equipment. Um, I know you want some radio show equipment. If I could just get some equipment that I could use from home to take some of those songs and make them available to people. That would be one of the wildest blessings of my life. Mm, my wish is your wish. Have you ever wanted something for someone else? I know you have. You, for me, you do it all the time. <laughs> you always want more yes. for me. And, you know, it seems to set you on fire when you're, you know what I mean, doing more for me than you ever would for yourself. And I feel that right now. So if you're listening right now, pray with me. Father, we come to you. Boldly, you said boldly come before the throne. And so we come to you with our wish list, with things that we just would love. Father, we ultimately give you praise for everything. That's so great. We're so grateful. But right now, boldly, I come to you and I ask you for a way. Father, Laura could get her recordings down. They would be professional. That would be crisp, but beautiful. That she would have wonderful equipment available to her. I might even get a wonder how. It's not my job. Childlike way, I just pray for my sister. And I ask this in Jesus' name. And if you are listening, pray that with me. Because you know what? It's great to wish for other people's wishes too. It's another one of those things that God's yeah. like, you brothers and sisters, you know when the kids, the siblings hug, good night. When the siblings hug, oh my. <laughs> Life is good when the siblings fighting. get along. Yes, when the siblings <laughs> are hugging. 
So, yes, you know what? And I love that. I, you know, one of the things, and it's on the first page, so I only wrote one page. <laughs> but but um, <laughs> honor, it says one of the greatest lessons that God has taught us this far is will you be happy with whatever I call you to do? And I even I tell us sometimes, whatever I call you to do, and we've always answered mm. yes. Like, we will not be disappointed in whatever you call us to do. I should have put whenever, too. But you know what? I Thank you. And um, one step at a time. Have you ever... One step at a time, guys. One step at a time. So, yeah, I love that we wish. My wish is your wish. And, guys, listen and keep listening in. Listen, I mean, i just going to show you. God blesses us all the time. He is so awesome. It might be 2020, but listen in. Listen in. Right. <laughs> okay. And have you seen that little meme on Facebook that says, you know, if you're waiting, you're in good company? And it talks about how Moses you know, waited so many years, and Joseph waited so many years, and we're just reminded, Abraham, from the time that God promised him a son, it was 12 years later, 12 or 14, um, significant amount of years later, and can you imagine how many times in that 10 or 12 years, he must have gone, okay, God, did, like, did I hear you wrong? I mean, because you told, like, you sent an angel to tell me I was going to be a father, and I've been waiting my whole life, and I'm already old, and can you imagine Five years, seven years, nine years, twelve years later, I'd have been like, listen, proof. why did you tell me so God. You should have been. And like... to us, to us, I'd have been like, listen, tell me the night before, okay? Because this whole waiting thing <laughs> is not a game to me. It's torture. And and then Moses, Moses wants to be this great leader, and then he goes and he's a shepherd. He's this nameless wandering shepherd for 40 years in the wilderness and then God calls him and is like hey you know I have a job for you to do and so we have all these examples and then Joseph has this dream you know you're going to be great and your brothers are going to bow down and then talk about the journey he takes like he's thrown in a pit his brothers hate him and then he gets to this other guy's house and Potiphar's wife gets him thrown in jail and then he's sitting in the palace prison and the guy's like hey I'm going to get you out you rock and then then the guy doesn't get him out four years later. He's still sitting in jail. Like, I can't even imagine. But that's why God wants us to cling to the promises. He's like, if I give you a promise, I will make good on it. I'll give you all kinds of examples. <laughs> like, if you wait, it's okay. I'm still coming. So today I'm thankful for the promises of those who waited. 